So the State Small Business Credit Initiative, I kind of want to zero in on this a little bit. It is a, um, it, it's a federal initiative. It's actually a COVID initiative, right? I mean, it was authorized during it to support small businesses. Mm -hmm. And then the federal government being the federal government, it took them forever to get the money mm -hmm. out there. But now it's coming. And um, it's amazing when you say that you're, you know, you're multiplying what you're getting from the federal government by 10 times. So, you know, ultimately there, there could be as much as $5 billion available to help small businesses. Now, my business is not in New York state, but if I were, my first question to you would be like, wow, that's a lot of money. How do I get my hands on some of that money? Welcome to Paychecks Thrive, a business podcast where you'll hear timely insights to help you navigate marketplace dynamics and propel your business forward. Here's your host, Gene Marks. Hey everybody, it's Gene Marks and welcome back to another episode of the Paychecks Thrive Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. This week, my guest is Hope Knight. Hope is the president, CEO, and commissioner of the Empire State Development. This is the state of New York. Uh, for those of you guys that don't know what the Empire State is, uh, Hope, hey, first of all, thank you so much for joining. Thank you. Great to be here, Gene. I'm glad that you are here. So first of all, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, how did you, you know, ultimately become to be the president and CEO and commissioner of this, uh, you know, of this organization? So after about uh, 15 years in the private sector, I decided to go into uh, community economic development. And over the last 20 years, I've worked at two organizations focused on um, attracting more resources to underserved communities, uh, providing uh, access to capital, working on real estate projects, and try to bring businesses to communities that hadn't seen so much private investment over the course of time. Gotcha. And, you know, Empire State Development is, uh, it's a state organization. Tell us a little bit about that. And again, this is, uh, you know, for, for people that are listening to this right now, this is like a New York state thing. This is for like New York state businesses. However, even if your business isn't located in New York state, I'm, I'm betting that a lot of the things that I hope you're going to share with us that what you're doing in your state is probably mirrored in other states as well. I'm not asking you any specifics about that, but it is relevant to other people, you know, whether or not you're in New York state. But having said that, tell us a little bit about what Empire State Development is. So Empire State Development is the economic development arm of state government. It's sort of like the Department of Commerce on the federal level. We're involved in attracting right. businesses, uh, providing support to small businesses. Um, we're implementing the broadband initiative. Uh, many uh, of the sort of economic development activities that you see in your communities uh, we work with local governments to help implement those things. How big an organization is this? What type of a commitment does New York State make to this? So uh, we are an organization of about 650 people across the state. Uh, we're headquartered wow. in New York City, but have a large presence in Albany and have 10 regional offices across the state. So we do have folks on the ground to be able to assess uh, businesses, local governments, local community development organizations with the work that we do. 
Okay, that's great. Um, and, and again, you know, I mean, well, New York State is a big state, but, um, you know, I've talked to others that are also in economic development from different states, and a lot of states make these kinds of commitments for their businesses. And I'm assuming that, and you and I kind of mentioned this even before we started recording, that one of your biggest challenges is getting the word out about the kinds of programs that you have. Is that is that right? No, that is correct. Uh, we have uh, dozens of programs that are, you know, available to small businesses, and, um, you know, we work with partners and elected, elected officials, municipalities, trying to get the word out on our programs because they're available for the small business community. Yeah, no, I, I, I hear you. Is it, you know, so let's talk about some of these programs. Um, you know, and, and again, the level of detail that you want to go into is completely up to you because, you know, the more detail, the better. But. Uh, well, let, let's start with funding. I mean, every small business, startups in the state, all looking for funding opportunities. How does you know the Empire State Development help them with that? So, EST recognizes that small businesses drive New York's economic engine forward, and so we have dozens of programs that support access to capital, technical assistance. Um, business development programs, and, and more to support small businesses. Uh, we have been awarded $500 million from the Department of Treasury called the, uh, the program is called the State Small Business Credit Initiative. And with that, we are leveraging the $500 million 10 times uh, to be a $5 billion program over the next 10 years to support small business growth. And that is mostly through, as I mentioned, uh, credit access programs, so vendor uh, contract financing, capital equipment purchasing financing, uh, just a small business lending, uh, some sort of uh, capital access for you know, businesses at all levels of uh, the life cycle. And um, we provide, we will be providing technical assistance as well, really focused on uh, financial capacity and uh, legal support over the coming months. So the state small business credit initiative, I kind of want to zero in on this a little bit. It is a, um, it, it's a federal initiative. It's actually a COVID initiative, right? I mean, it was authorized during it to support small businesses mm -hmm. and then the federal government being the federal government, it took them forever to get the money mm -hmm. out there, but now it's coming. And um, it's amazing when you say that you're, you know, you're multiplying what you're getting from the federal government by 10 times. So, you know, ultimately there, there could be as much as $5 billion available to help small businesses. Now, my business is not in New York State, but if I were, my first question to you would be like, wow, that's a lot of money. How do I get my hands on some of that money? <laughs> so what recommendations would you make um, for businesses in New York State? Like, where can they go to access some of this funding? What type of funding it is? Um, and, and to find out whether they're, they're eligible for this kind of funding. What would you tell us? So let me talk about the special focus that this fund has. So, you know, we're looking at um, the folks that have been least able to access credit. And that's where we're uh, putting a tremendous focus. So uh, socially and economically disadvantaged businesses, very small businesses, veteran-owned businesses across the state. And so typically, uh, businesses in those categories have 
relationships with credit unions, uh, community development organizations, other kinds of uh, community development financial institutions, also known as CDFIs. Uh, those are places that I would start with respect to looking for the programs. You can go to our website um, at esd.gov and uh, find uh, you know some specific providers that will be involved in you know this direct access. That we have a lot of pre-applications to help you figure out what you're eligible for or what you really need with respect to the type of capital um, that you're pursuing. So that's a good start. That's great. That's great advice. And and just to be clear, this is, it's not as if this money has been spent, right? I mean, this is over the next 10 years, this has happened. That's right. So this is an opportunity We're for a business. We're at the beginning yeah. of this program. Uh, we started last year and we will continue to roll yeah. out, um, you know, additional programs, but um, they are in place at this time. And also, just to make clear, I know there is an emphasis to helping um, underserved businesses, uh, maybe minority businesses, you know, things like that. But um, th there is still, you know, money available, whether it's, you know, capital or loans, you know, uh, you know, available for, you know, existing businesses um, around the state as well. Correct? Absolutely. Okay. All right. That's great. Um, so, Great. So the organization is is helping funding, and I, just to be clear, this you know one of your main vehicles is getting out this money under the state small business credit initiative. So if you're a business in the state of New York, uh, really really important to go to um, you know, to to their to your website, um, find out where that funding is available, and uh, make some connections and and see if you can access it. So that's great, great advice. Absolutely. Um, let's talk about workforce. Let's talk about workforce development next. Um, it, it's funny. I was just speaking to a group of business owners just yesterday, and everybody is looking for, uh, you know, you know, employees. I mean, it's a tight labor market. And I know that New York State offers, um, through your organization, certain workforce development programs, grants and helps, you know, uh, to, to get people skills. Talk to me a little bit about those programs. Yes. We have at ESD, the Office of Strategic Workforce Development. And uh, we have as our focus um, seven industries really looking at uh, future um, positions and opportunities for work. So industries like semiconductors, advanced manufacturing, uh, construction, uh, photonics, optics, uh, digital media. And, and, and what we want to do is see proposals from workforce development organizations. Those could be community-based training organizations, community colleges, or other entities that are focused on training, but also have a nexus to the employment opportunity. So this is really about job training that results in employment after the training has happened. And historically, you know, there have been uh, barriers to uh, accessing these opportunities for many disadvantaged communities, like, uh, you know, access to transportation or support for childcare, or just, you know, training and coaching to kind of get through um, a new opportunity. 
And our workforce development funding provides for these additional supports that will help the job seeker, you know, through some of the what I'll call barriers that might exist in accessing these training. Is the training um, provided directly to the job seeker or can companies access this training to, uh, you know, know, get skills for their existing employees or even new ones that they bring on? So it's for uh, new opportunities and uh, employers can work with the training providers to, uh, you know, sort of create the curriculum and uh, training that's necessary to access um, these opportunities in these areas that we're focused on. That's great. And, and I want to reiterate, again, for, for all of you guys listening or watching, particularly if you're a New York State business, when we talked about funding from the state small business credit initiative, it comes to the state and then the state is providing that funding to a bunch of different organizations, CDFIs and, uh, you know, you know, certain lenders and nonprofits. And, and it's the same thing as well, um, hope with, with workforce development. So it's not as if the state is writing a company a check. You just to make sure I'm clear, you guys are providing the funding to training organizations. And then they're the ones that can turn around and provide this type of training for companies' employees. Am I am I describing that correctly? That is correct, Gene. So, so if I want, say, I've got employees. I mean, again, skills is is a huge issue. Um, so, say I've got some employees. I need them to learn a new piece of equipment, or they need to learn. Uh, they, I want to get them trained on some marketing things, or I want to get them trained on, uh, you know, discrimination or harassment or whatever. If that's all part of the the funding, where where can I go? Like where to to find these organizations that are getting supported by you know by you, so that you know I can take advantage of that you know of of, of those opportunities. So as I mentioned, you know, training that we are funding is really focused around the, the hard and what I'll call middle skills um, and, you know, these jobs of the future. And a lot of that training is happening at community colleges or um, the um, EOCs that the state runs, state educational opportunity centers. Those are places that I would start to seek, um, uh, you know, training uh, for new employees or even to seek uh, new employees because, you know, what I hear from lots of companies is they have a hard time hiring employees with the skills that they seek. And, you know, in the area of, like I said, advanced manufacturing and some of these innovation sectors, the community colleges and the EOCs are doing that kind of training. See, that's really interesting as well. So what you're saying is that if we know that the community colleges and these EOCs are doing uh, this training, they're getting funded by the state, clearly they're trying to get the skill levels up of their students, which would seem to be a great resource for companies to find workers. And I'm assuming those organizations right. have uh, you know, your places for job placement uh, to, to get their graduates employed. Is that, that mm-hmm. that's also correct? Yes. Um, it, it, it's great advice. And again, at, at esd.ny.gov, that is the website that, you know, you want to go to as a business owner uh, to find out where those training centers are, what community colleges are getting the funding. That would be the place I would start. Is that is that also a fair statement? 
That, that, that is correct, Gene. And I just want to make another point about this. There are uh, situations in central New York where several businesses will get together because they need the same type of skills for new employees. Mm. And they'll go to, uh, you know, local community-based organization and say, listen, these are the kind of skills we're looking for. We'd like you to provide this training. We can hire across all of us, you know, 50 people. If you have a cohort of folks that are able to, you know, get through the training successfully. And that's the way matches are made with respect to the training organizations and the business community. That's great advice. And you know what? It's not so different from, by the way, I'm, I'm, I'm based in Philadelphia, right? And um, Pennsylvania has very similar workforce development stuff as New York. Um, I'm sure not as good, but okay. Um, and they, they work through um, industry associations in the state as well. You know, so there's a few manufacturing industry associations in Pennsylvania. They're well tuned into uh, the workforce development programs that the state is offering so that they can connect their members to these programs. And I'm assuming you guys at Empire State Development do the same thing with, with local very industry associations? Very similar, We have a very large manufacturing association across the state, and they're actually able to, you know, aggregate their members and get them to the right places with respect to, you know, the proper training organizations for their respective industries and uh, organizations. It's it's great advice, and it's a huge help for businesses to get their their workers, you know, upskilled for sure, or even to hire and find workers that have certain types of skills. Um, let's talk about the formerly incarcerated. So, I did a piece on this um, for the Philly Inquirer. I'm thinking of doing the same. I, I write also for the Chicago Daily Herald, um, and I um, I'm I've been obsessed with the whole formerly incarcerated you know, um, opportunities. I mean, again, I hear from client after client hope that they have a hard time finding people. And yet, um, when I talk to businesses that have, have worked with organizations that place the formerly incarcerated into back into the workforce, I, I hear so many good things. Like they get loyal employees. So uh, tell me a little bit of what New York state does, what the empire state development does to help, um, businesses in the state, maybe hire the formerly incarcerated, what advice you might have around that. Yeah, so a couple of things about New York State. You know, the governor has recently signed the Clean Slate Act. It seals certain convictions after a period of time. And I think this is an important step to provide, you know, liability coverage for small businesses who have concerns about their liability exposure when it comes to hiring people who have been impacted by the justice system. And so I think that, you know, from a policy perspective, that's something that has happened here in New York State. But also, you know, there are a number of organizations around the state who work with the formerly incarcerated and will tell you that um, they have, you know, tremendous barriers uh, when they have uh, come out and are seeking employment opportunities. And, you know, our workforce development programs seek to help mitigate those circumstances. So, you know, access to reliable transportation. Um, you know, we are providing support for programs to make sure that their um, participants can get back and forth uh, to program locations. Um, like I said, childcare. And then um, mentoring and coaching, just providing folks with yeah. the ability to have someone to talk to 
as they make the adjustment to um, being uh, in the training programs and then getting ready to access employment. Yeah, my, my takeaway from the conversation I had is exactly what you're saying. Like, if you're a business owner in New York and you are looking to hire somebody that's been formerly incarcerated, your best bet is to work with um, uh, an organization, a nonprofit that's familiar with the process. Um, and, and the state, you know, in many cases, they do get state funding and help from the state and workforce development funds. But there are a lot of issues. I get it. Like you mentioned, child care and transportation and um, training of your existing employees. Not everybody's thrilled with having, you know, somebody was recently in prison come and work in their office. Fair enough. But um, I don't know, Hope, if you see the same thing in these programs, but the, the, the people that are able to get these jobs um, tend to be more loyal um, and, and, and really like long-term workers for a lot of companies because they've been given the opportunity. And I think it's a great opportunity for businesses, you know? I do think it's a great opportunity for businesses. You know, as I mentioned, I've worked in uh, community development on the ground and I've worked with businesses who have hired formerly incarcerated. And they do talk about how they're some of their best workers, most loyal, um, most engaged, you know, wanting to uh, learn more. And so I think it's a real opportunity. And listen, you know, with unemployment rates where they are, we're going to really have to think differently about how we get more folks into the workforce. That's right. Yeah, that's 100% right. And again, this is a, it's a population of people that could be really great employees. Um, okay, so we've talked about funding opportunities. We've talked about workforce development. We've talked about hiring the formerly incarcerated, all different things that uh, the Empire State Development will help businesses do either directly or through organizations. They're funding these organizations that then help businesses do this stuff. Let's talk about tax credits. Um, mm -hmm. Any come in mind that, that businesses should be familiar with or aware of in the state um, that, that you guys are helping to facilitate? So we have uh, a couple of tax credit programs, uh, very narrowly tailored. Uh, you know, one is for the film industry. And, uh, you know, when you look at the film industry, it's a highly mobile sector. Uh, you know, productions can happen anywhere. And so we have a program that's tailored to have uh, productions film here in New York State. Uh, they're provided for a uh, tax credit. And um, we work with them to think about um, engaging uh, a diverse workforce, looking at uh, diverse uh, vendors. You know, the thing about um, film productions is that it's not just about the productions shooting in New York State. It's really around the ecosystem of vendors that get engaged you know, as a result of the productions, which is why, you know, we believe that the film production um, sector is so vital to New York State's economy. Another tax credit that we have is the Excelsior Job Tax Credit, and that is focused on creating new jobs here in New York State, uh, focused on, you know, these uh sectors of innovation, jobs of the future. Mm -hmm. And those mm -hmm. are focused on uh, 
the number of people that are hired for um, companies that are expanding or either locating here. And that's called the Excelsior tax credit. Did I say, did I hear that right? Yeah. Yes. Gotcha. Yes. So there's tax credits for the film industry. There's tax credits called for, for companies that are either here or lo relocating here that create new jobs. That's the Excelsior mm -hmm. tax credit. Um, mm -hmm. All available, um, you know, from the state as well. Um, what about, you know, is, is there anything specific to New York City businesses, Hope, that you might want to, you know, let us know about? I mean, we've been talking about sort of statewide programs. But, mm -hmm. um, I'm curious if anything comes to mind. Uh, you know, we work hand in glove with the city. And, uh, you know, the city is focused on, you know, a couple of specific industries. One I can name is uh, the biotech industry. And uh, cities is working on a big project right now that really focuses on engaging uh, biotech firms here in New York City. Hmm. Okay, that sounds great. So, um, before I let you go, is there any other programs? I mean, we've talked about funding programs. We've talked about workforce development. We've talked about hiring the formerly incarcerated. We've talked about tax credits that are available for creating new jobs or businesses that are in the film industry. Um, any other big programs that you want to mention that, you know, again, if you're for business owners in the state of New York, they should, they should know about? Yeah, so um, this is not a program, but I want to talk about what I believe is, you know, once in a generation opportunity that is happening here in New York State. So uh, the semiconductor manufacturer Micron will be locating to central New York right outside of Syracuse and will be investing $100 billion over the next 20 years. And so that is the largest economic development project, certainly in this state, and it might be, you know, in this country. And we believe, you know, the opportunities that will result from Micron locating in central New York are going to be tremendous. Um, just, I think it was last week, the federal government uh, named uh, Central New York and the I-90 corridor going out to Buffalo, uh, a tech hub. So we've got the designation of a tech hub. Um, you know, that in combination with Micron, we're going to see lots of supply chain companies, I think, locate on that I-90 corridor. Uh, just going to create, you know, 9,000 jobs at the Micron location, but another 40,000 jobs from the supply chain. So I think exciting things are happening here in New York State and tremendous opportunity for uh, businesses here. I've been speaking to Hope Knight. She is the president, CEO, and commissioner of Empire State Development. We've been talking about funding opportunities for New York State businesses, workforce development, money that's available for you to get your employees trained, tax credits that's available, um, new economic availability coming from, uh, you know, in, in central New York as well, uh, the opportunities to hire the formerly incarcerated and how the state helps with that. All great stuff. If you want more information, you can visit esd.ny.gov. Um, Hope, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us. You guys are doing great things in the state of New York, and uh, I hope that continues. Thank you. Thank you, Gene. It was great to talk to you. Do you have a topic or a guest that you would like to hear on Thrive? 
please let us know. Visit payx.me forward slash thrive topics and send us your ideas or matters of interest. Also, if your business is looking to simplify your HR, payroll, benefits, or insurance services, see how Paychex can help. Visit the resource hub at paychex.com forward slash works. That's W-O-R-X. Paychex can help manage those complexities while you focus on all the ways you want your business to thrive. I'm your host, Gene Marks, and thanks for joining us. Till next time, take care. This podcast is property of Paychex Incorporated 2024, all rights reserved.